0: Welcome to Nothing Confidential, the podcast. I'm Kristen Henke, your hostess with the mostest, guide from the side, and mistress of ceremonies. Together, we're about to explore and deconstruct the shame and stigma surrounding our sexuality. You heard that right, we're going deep on the topics of sex, relationships, spirituality, health, and everything else that impacts our ability to live, love, and orgasm freely. My hope is to shine a light on our shared experiences by normalizing taboo topics and empowering each of you to reclaim autonomy of your pleasure, your bodies, and your lives. You are now entering a judgment-free zone where I ask all the uncomfortable and embarrassing questions for you. Our unofficial mantra is, be curious, not judgmental. So leave your inner prude at the door or strap her in tight because this is happening. You guys, this is Kristen. Hey, sorry, if that didn't sound very welcoming. <laughs> I'm so excited you're back. Welcome, welcome for the first time, or welcome back to Nothing Confidential. I am joined by baby James, my daughter, my four month old daughter, almost four months. Don't rush it, mama. Geez Louise, um, three and a half month old daughter who has gone on strike from taking a nap. And this is like the 20 billionth time that I have tried to record this intro. Whew. So we're going to take a deep breath. We're all just going to settle in here together. This is about real life. You guys, this show, as you are all sure at this point, uh, I hope is not scripted. (laughs) This is not a neat, clean, well-produced show. I will say that is my entire heart and soul in it. Absolutely. Is it honest as hell and real and raw Yes, one thousand percent, and that I am committed to. That I am committed to um, it being perfect. That is never something I said I would do. So, <laughs> so there you have it. Speaking of magic, I don't know that I was speaking of magic, but we are now speaking of magic, pure magic. Today's guest, Candice Witek, she is a magical human being. She is also the founder and CEO of Flourish RX. Um, if you have heard that before, it is because I have been recently promoting, um, hashtag not an ad just out of my dedication and delight with this product. I have been promoting her goddess glow Yoni oil, which is a full spectrum organic CBD oil for your lady regions. Um, She came up with that. So I'm talking to her today. She's also a board-certified holistic health coach, a women's health expert and speaker, a two-time breast cancer survivor, and a mama of three. Um, This conversation is so rich and beautiful and nourishing and hopeful, and I couldn't be happier to be putting it out into the world. Uh, We talk about literally everything. She shares in depth about her struggle with breast cancer, not only the first time, but the second time, both incredibly aggressive cases. We talk about what that did to her body and what it did to her spirit and her self-confidence and her sex life. We go into how that led her to create this beautiful product that she has out in the world and how it inspired her to kind of shift her trajectory and her focus into creating clean, beautiful products that support women in supporting and loving themselves. Um, We talk about menopause. We talk about ageism and and the difference between pro-age and anti-age culture. We talk about motherhood. We talk about life. Like, this is just... This is just one of those conversations like I could have just sat in Candice's warm, yummy energy all day long and just, I mean, it was like being wrapped in a blanket and having your favorite matcha or coffee or wine or whatever you need to get to that place It was wonderful. And I am so honored to know her, to be working alongside her, to be helping bring awareness to the incredible mission and story behind the products that she is so consciously creating. And she was also incredibly generous and she has created a very special discount code for all of us. So after you hear this and you are like, Oh my God, I need this oil in my life right now. You can use NC20 to get 20% off of your very own bottle of Goddess Glow Yoni oil. And that's right, that's big news. Get excited. And at the end of the show, we're laughing because, you know, when I recorded this, I really, really wanted a club name for all of us. And someone suggested confidames like D A M E you know, like from the thirties, like she was a real name. See, like I thought that was awesome, but apparently it is hard for people to say and people are confused about how to spell it. So (laughs) NC 20 is an easier discount code. Um, so we're gonna, I'm going to put that in the show notes for you guys along with an easy link to shop. And I will obviously include all of the information, uh, for how you can get in touch with Candace. If you would like to connect with her, um, for any of those other things, for coaching or friendship, etc., I believe she's open to all of that. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. As always, please, please, please share it with anyone you think it would benefit. If you know someone who struggled through cancer or motherhood or menopause or all of the above, please share this and let them know that they are not alone. That is really the point of this platform. It's the point of these conversations. It is the mission behind everything that we do at Nothing Confidential. And I love you guys. I'm grateful for every single one of you who shows up every week and listens, and I will see you on the other side. Candace, thank you so much for joining me at Nothing Confidential, the podcast. I'm so jazzed that you're here.
1: I am so excited to be here and excited to talk with you openly. You,
0: you guys, Candace is the founder, creator, mastermind, master woman behind Flourish RX, which is this gorgeous CBD yoni oil, which I have just started using now that I'm five and a half weeks in. I've just started using it. It's been sitting on my desk and I've been staring at it, like waiting, waiting to use it. and she's just an overall incredible woman, cosmic soul, incredibly inspiring. I connected with her over Instagram. Um, one of the very positive things about social media, I would say is being able totally. to connect with people as beautiful and just special as Candace. So we're gonna dive into Candace has a really incredible story that I'm so excited for her to share with you and i'm gonna I, I'm gonna make it a little dramatic because Candace has a very clear, like turn in the road type story. So before we get to the pivotal moment that kind of shifted her into the work that she's doing today and everything that is her life now, Candace, I want to start with where you were before this monster monumental thing happened to you. What was going on with you? What were you about? What were you? kind of what direction were you going in?
1: Um, okay, yes, so I guess we could say right before this pivotal moment that um, I was a mama of three kitties. Um, at the time, I had my oldest daughter was five, my middle daughter was two and a half, and I had, had uh, just had a little boy who was, you know, um, let's start it like right when he was born in 2011. Um, I was. An interior designer up in San Francisco um, and the Marin County at yeah, Marin and Napa I did a lot of like wine country homes um, and I had been doing that about 12 years at that point and I came before that I worked um, in New York I worked in investment banking and then I worked for doing finance on and then eventually branding my creative side for Estee Lauder companies um, for their advertising team so I was doing that and then was always a creative person and wanted to become a mother decided that that was a little too hardcore of the level of mom that I wanted to be and so I um, went back to school and kind of before the kids and did the the um, interior design and then really dove into that and did that for about twelve years so i was had an interior design business, three very young children um, felt very, very happy where I was you know um, was bombing it up and and had my business so things felt pretty great, and I felt very comfortable with, you know, the life that I had, um, had a, had and still have a wonderful husband, um, just love my kids to death and was so excited to just like have that last baby. Um, and really I was taking actually time off. Um, I usually did with each of the kids, but with the third, it was a lot of kids. So I was like, I'm definitely, (laughs) that's when you're outnumbered and (laughs) (laughs) totally. Um, so I was like, I'm going to take a full year off. Um, and I had kind of, we had saved and planned and, you know, and then I think like the interesting thing is, is before even my personal shift, we had kind of a, a family shift, which was my husband's work um it the economy was kind of down at that time and um they were closing their office in San Francisco and were like oh you guys can move back to New York and you know we were like yeah no thanks um I loved New York don't get me wrong but my whole family's here in California and so you know with three kids we were kind of like we had and they're done that. Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. I've
0: heard. Yeah. I've heard New York is a challenging place to raise little kids. Like if you're not, right. if you haven't been in the city a long time, and if you're not just like right. die hard city girl, it's hard to right. get that many kids right. there. Yeah,
1: right. And I think that um, you know, the the um family, you know, it was just wanting to be near our families, um, both who were in Southern California. So that was a bit, so anyways, luckily, and, um, I f- kind of feel like just like spiritually and, um, my husband had a client that had been wanting to hire him for a while. And, and so he ended up, uh, we ended up moving back South, um, to where we are now, which is in Manhattan beach, um, which is where I, you know, fortunately grew up. It's a pretty, beautiful and amazing place in Southern California. So we came back and, you know, with all the kids and we lived and still do literally like three blocks from my parents and less than an hour from my husband's parents. So lots of support, Mm. um, with the families. And as you know, that came in great handy. Yeah. 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 Um, so overall I felt, at that time, right before, you know, that life was great. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I struggled with normal people problems at that yeah. point.
0: <laughs> Champagne problems.
1: <laughs> right. Um, but it was, you know, it was great. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: So, so you were living an idyllic existence for the most part, other than some growing pains for the family, um, right. but surrounded by an incredible support structure and generally just kind of living your best life in California. Exactly. And then dun, 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 the shit storm struck. Right. <laughs> and when? Right. how old was your son when that happened? So he was about six months old
1: um, and actually – I credit him with even, you know, me finding out about this. Um, We were, you know, he was just, I had nursed all of my kids. I was very, um, I wasn't, you know, crazy about that or judgmental about that for anyone else. But I struggled really bad breastfeeding my first baby and then I, it was interesting. I stressed so much about it. I feel like it didn't work. And then yeah, by wow. the time That's I hard got as
0: shit, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> it is.
1: And then I, by the time I got to the next one, I had like so clearly in my head been like, if this doesn't work, I'm done. I'm not feeding myself up like I did before. And then of course it worked yeah. perfectly. Of course, because so you surrendered learned, control as right. as we do,
0: and everything was yes. fine. <laughs>
1: Exactly. So I learned my first lesson in that, in that surrender of like, mm-hmm. just relax and what will be, will be. And it's like that relaxing was what allowed me to thrive, I think at that. And so when I got to my third, I it was like, I knew for sure I didn't want more than three kids. My husband and I both felt that way. Um, whether it was boy or girl or whatever, it was just three was what I always wanted. Um, because I, I have one brother, but I always kind of wished I had like one more sibling. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so I, that was my premise and my husband came from three. So Mm. it was like, that was what, and so I knew this was it. And I, and I savored every moment because I was like, I knew like, okay, the sleepless nights will
0: end this will end, this will end. I had like yeah. seen that all. So. You're mentally prepared. It's, it's so totally interesting prepared. that that was like your takeaway from only having one sibling because I had six brothers and sisters. And <laughs> so I, everybody's like, so next kid. And I'm like, how about everyone just hold your horses? Like one feels really good. We're yeah. Just gonna hang out and and sit with it and see how we feel. Right. <laughs> we're, be, we're on the one and see how it goes plan. <laughs> Got it. It is interesting, <laughs> right? Usually end up
1: having your life experience, right? Makes a difference. It does. It's formative. I um. Mm. So he was about six months old. I was nursing. I was into it because I really was like, all right, I'm gonna mm. do this a like year and then yumming it up. Then it's gonna be done you know, um, I'm never going to get to do it again. Um, and about at six months, he kind of started acting very strange on one breast. Mm -hmm. Um, at least to me, like after breastfeeding two kids, um, and have, and him for six months, it was very odd how, you know, he would not want like this one side to the point of like, Pushing away with his hands, and I would be like shoving his head, oh. <laughs> and then he'd he would you know bite me, like bite my mm-hmm. nipple. Um, but then it's like if I flipped him to the other side, he just ate. You know, and so I was pumping, and milk was coming out, so I knew that you know, every, like I was like, I don't get this. Maybe, and I wasn't getting sick, like I had had mastitis. You know, so I was like, I'm not yeah. getting sick, but I must have an infection. So that's what got me into the doctor. Wow. And the interesting part is, is that because we had moved, mm-hmm. my doctor was my mom's OBGYN. Mm-hmm. Wow. And my mom had just completed breast cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. and um, I And so, you know, I went to her. And she kind of did an exam. I told her what was going on. And, you know, she was like, well, I feel a thickening, but that's pretty normal with like nursing moms. Um, but I think because of your mom's history, you should just go to the specialist. Like, I would go now if I were you, but you could, you know, you could wait, like, but you should be going in. Um even at your age, which I was yeah, thirty, just to be
0: preventative and you know all right, of that.
1: Right. Luckily, I listened to her mm. and went right. I called right away and went in and um, figured, you know, why not? Like he w- and mostly it was because he wouldn't nurse that. I was mm. like, well, I just there must be something in there that's wrong, and they'll give me antibiotics and everything will be fine, and I'll get back on my way with my you know perfect vision of nursing <laughs> him for a year. <laughs> <laughs> um and then you know so I went in they did a biopsy because they did see something on an ultrasound mm. and then um you know it was like we'll call you in a week or whatever so the next day I'm at soccer practice with my five-year-old um with the other kids running around in the park and I get a phone call and it's the director of the breast center Dr. Christy Funk um oh my gosh. A very well. Dr. Christy
0: Funk was your doctor. doctor yeah. Well oh my she God.
1: Wasn't, the crazy part is she was not at first. Oh, okay. And I saw a different doctor at that center, and then she called. Hi. I'm, I'm such a director. nerd.
0: I've read her book yeah, and I like know who that awesome. is. I'm like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, yeah no, she's <laughs> like a crazy. celebrity. We're we're buddies now. Yeah. And oh, wow. um she was like, you know, Hi, I'm the director of you know the breast this breast or whatever, and you're like, um, why are you calling me? (laughs) Oh no, girl, I was so like, luckily just completely not there. I mean, I was like, oh, I'm fit and I eat well Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm you know in shape and like you know
0: that shouldn't happen to me,
1: (laughs) right? And she was like, hey, you know your biopsy came across my desk because there were some abnormal cells. Like, can you come back? Right. And can you come back tomorrow? I'm like, uh, okay. You know, so I go back tomorrow. Um, I don't even bring my husband cause I'm like, cause Oh, you're honey, so don't. sure
0: that nothing right. is wrong. Yeah. Like,
1: don't, don't worry. I think they're overreacting because of my mom. Like, let me just go in. I must have some infection. Um, I'm fine. So I go in, I do a bigger biopsy. She kind of explains like sometimes breast cancer cells hang out near these, you know, abnormal cells um, and I'll call you or whatever. And then I get, you know, a phone call, like uh, come in on Monday, bring your husband, um, you know, this kind of stuff. So, you know, we come in. We're still kind of in this, like, everyone's overreacting. I just think we were in denial mm-hmm. um, because later when I, like, re-looked at the stuff she had given me, went yeah. from that, um, about the abnormal cell, like, I mean, I should have known. It was there, yeah. Um, it was just, like, a confirmation, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, And so... You know, and and I think really after talking to her, she even said like, if you weren't breastfeeding, I would have known immediately. It was that you were breastfeeding, so it's just a lot harder to find the breast cancer.
0: But your baby you know, was like a little cancer dog, he like sniffed it out.
1: Little, oh and God. his name is Gabriel. Oh, which he's like, if, your, if angel, if you're like your angel. Like your spiritual angel. Oh. That's the messenger angel. Wow. Right? Oh, I just got like snow bumps all over my I, arms, I, I honestly and my nipples believe popped that. out. So. I'm, yeah. ah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, he. Up. I don't know. Oh. I'm like, he, like, you know, he's already done one mission in oh his, God. you know, life. But, um, you can't go
0: too long. I'm gonna cry. I'll cry about it. I'm so, I'm so emotional. I know. <laughs> I know.
1: It, is, it is emotional and it's yeah. amazing. And I love sharing that because I'm glad that I listen to my intuition, you know, yeah. like I just really, I'm sitting here talking to you because I did. So uh-huh. I, yeah. you know, it's, it's pretty awesome you know it's pretty amazing I'm glad that I've been raised in a spiritual way Mm. um and that that I had that like innate learned I feel like it was learned to like listen to that yeah you know and so um I'm you know I'm super grateful for that so so anyways you know as you can get in for Monday with your
0: husband and yeah,
1: she's like, I'm so sorry, you know, you have breast cancer and we need to do, you know, we gotta get on this and, um, let's get you tested. And so I'll fast forward a little, um, basically I had multiple tumors, Mm uh, like almost the whole breast was infected in some way, um, with either pre-cancer or, or cancer. Um, so I was definitely having a mastectomy of one, one side, but then because I was so young and really didn't fit any of the other health, um, risk factors, um, we did the genetic testing and Mm -hmm. I ended up finding out that I did have, um, a, a genetic component. Um, even though my mom is the only other one that had breast cancer, we have Mm -hmm. some like 90 year old aunts that died of ovarian, but really, you know, I do like to share that too, because I don't, I'm don't come from a family with like this intense history of breast cancer. Um, no one's been anywhere near my age. Um, and really my mom's the only one that's had breast cancer. We've Mm -hmm. had like some ovarian stuff. Um. And then interestingly, and I don't know if this correlates, but like a lot of like endometri, I never had it, but a lot of other family members had other feminine issues, you know, endometriosis mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, early menopause, like just different yeah. little things that people were experiencing. But anyway, so speeding through a little bit is, um, you know, I ended up doing a double mastectomy about eight months of chemo. Yeah. The hormone therapy medications. Um, I did not do radiation at that time because, um, my margins seemed good. Um, and reconstruction and all that, you know, that's the silver lining. Looking Yeah. You have great boobs. Yeah. (laughs) You have
0: perfect titties (laughs) after all that.
1: (laughs) Right. I, after nursing three babies, I was That when I worked in,
0: in postpartum, in, in, uh, post-surgery reconstruction, post-cancer reconstruction, which I did for several years for anyone oh, out there who didn't know that. Um, I, that was one of the things where f- we would get them after the initial shock of the cancer stuff. And I was like, well, the silver lining is you're going to have like incredible boobs when this is over. Right. So like, you know, especially the yes. young women, it's like, we know you, you want boobs to go to carry on the rest of your life. Like you're in your thirties or whatever. And so yeah. yeah, that, that was, that's always a highlight, man. It's like, you just gotta, yes. you gotta find the positives where you know, can't. Right. You have,
1: you hang on to certain things. And, um, and I, in that area, my doctor there as well, Dr. Tiffany Grunwald, um, is like, honestly, I have nothing else to say than she is like an absolute solid angel human. (laughs) No, just like person person. She's an incredible human. Mm. I mean, just what she does for women with breast cancer. Um, I mean, like a, she has a whole support team. We do oh, like triathlons and paddleboarding together and wow. support each other. And, and, and just, it's like absolutely incredible. Um, I love my team of doctors and um, I'm so grateful for them. But so going further and the next part is kind of how I got to where my business is today is, you know, during that, initial diagnosis i i decided which is crazy that interior design was not for me um i could not i couldn't get passionate anymore about like you know fabrics and couches and
0: when yeah, you're like fighting for your life, life and you can't right. care about mirrors and lamps and <laughs> Right.
1: It wasn't it didn't have sense. the same, you know, and and I actually remember being on like a trip with my husband and um, you know, work. I've always really I love my kids and being a mom, but I I need some a creative outlet. I'm just too creative of a person um and but I also know I've learned, you know, and understand like what I want as a woman and what my choice is, which is to kind of do a little of both like so to be like keeping my work at a level that I could still be the mom that I want to be um, and that's important to me, and I keep that um, and so i I was sitting on vacation and I had been toying around with becoming a holistic nutritionist and a health and wellness coach, and I had found like an online program where you you know, you could go in and and here and there. And my husband said to me, and I'll never forget, like, you know, we've been together for 20 years. So Mm, it's, yeah. Um, And he was like, you know, I, you always, you did interior design and I've seen you over those years just wanting to help people and like create an environment for them to be happy in. And that may not exactly be what it really. Was all the time, and a lot of the times I felt like a therapist. I was like really good at that. Yeah. Um. And and I was supposed to be doing your living room, but I ended up being like a marriage counselor, mm-hmm. a mom advice, a personal, you know. And yeah. so he was like, "I just don't. I just think that you need to move on to this, mm-hmm. and like that that's better for you. And you're really gonna be able to affect and help other uh, people." And so I did. So I left all of my design projects, even if they Mm -hmm. were in the middle, I found other designers to take them. Um, and I ended up, you know, going back to school and doing this whole crazy thing while I was laid up in my bed, like going through chemo and, and recovering, Mm -hmm. um, which sounds absolutely ludicrous, but I I somehow
0: did it. Yeah. I think (laughs) for some people, I know I'm, I'm that way. I think probably it was, it was in service of yourself. It probably aided your healing and your ability to get through that, having that to focus on and having something on the other side, waiting on you that you were actively working on and putting energy into. I think that's super important for a lot of people. So that's, I mean, yeah, with kids and cancer and all the stuff, like some people would think you were insane, Um, but I think that was probably your lifeline.
1: It was, and it really was helping me because it was also enlightening me to what I was not doing right, which mm-hmm. at, for, in the beginning, my foundation, the beginning all started kind of with this nutrition, right? So really studying nutrition and then realizing through that education, which is, you know, this is my theory is everyone's an individual. Mm-hmm. It's not all about being skinny which is how I was before as like a girl who grew up in Los Angeles, who I did modeling and was on the first.
0: We're all societally programmed to do that. So yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not like an accident that you think that, you know.
1: Right. And so everything about my nutrition in my 20, I would even say back to high school all the way through until that 33, Mm. that was like skinny is healthy. And like anything I could do, like, Oh, the, you know, the spray on butter, Mm -hmm. the fat Fat free. Yeah. Yeah. Which basically fat free,
0: sugar free, AKA chemical, chemical, chemical. Yeah. Right. Toxic, toxic, toxic.
1: Right. And so that was, you know, that was my goal. And Mm. for those ages, and this was like enlightening to realize, like, I should have listened to my parents eat my vegetables. And, you know, I would have been a hell of a lot healthier. Maybe I would have been like, I don't know, you know, maybe I would have held it off for longer or I don't know. But I do know that my drastic shift from learning this has definitely helped me thrive. And it was like the nutrition was was the beginning and the foundation of like learning how to flourish. And that's Mm -hmm. why I chose that name for my business, which means optimal living in an optimal level Mm. and the nutrition's where it started. And then it grew, you know, um, into where I'll throw this in. So what happened is I was ticking along. I graduated. I started seeing private clients, um, And I started doing even corporate wellness. I got more into that a little later, but I um, also happened to be like losing tons of weight and um, having lots of like anxiety and just not knowing why. Um, And then enter um, my girls this time. Um, Both of them, over the course of like 2 months expressed that they had dreams that I had cancer again. Oh wow. And the second time that it happened, I kind of think I was feeling that fear and I was in between appointments. Um and and so I called and I went back into Christie's and she did an ultrasound and unfortunately, she saw oh. something in my armpit <sighs> this time. Um was and I will. Lymph. It was in your nose. It was in my lymph node. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And um and I will not lie. I mean I was broken, yeah.
0: like devastated.
1: Broken. You mm. know, just this. I'm done.
0: Like I, yeah. I'm dead. Um, I well, thought you've that like I shifted had, your lifestyle. Yeah. You've learned all these things. You're doing all the stuff. And it's kind of like you had explained away the reason it happened the first time. And now it's right. back. And you're like, what the actual fuck is happening? Right. Like, why? Right. <laughs> yeah. right.
1: Um, and luckily like that, not waiting, um, meant that I literally only had it in one lymph node. It was Mm. very small and there was like a trace in one other, but I had to have 18 removed. Um, And then I also at that point did radiation. Um, And then on top of all of my natural, I'm kind of a, and I'll speak to that here um, as a holistic, you know, professional. Yeah. My theory, I believe 100% in ho- holistic methods. However, I think when you've already have cancer, mm-hmm. my opinion is you have to attack it from every single angle. It is a very, very serious diagnosis. And to me, and my choice was to, um, to, just, to just attack it from every way I could and to me, that was, you know, following Western and Eastern medicine. Mm-hmm. And I got really into that on this one. You know, like I was doing, I did my radiation and I also was doing Reiki and I was yeah. doing, um, I, you know, lymphatic massage. I was, I, which I still do. I was doing acupuncture. Um, I was really, really tightening up my diet and reducing sugars and, you know, just really, really working hard to support my immune system. Um, I was, I I started religiously going to psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really focused on, and this was very enlightening for me at this point, I focused on my mental health, because I realized that was where I, that was what I was lacking Mm -hmm. from my you know, going through the nutrition part. It's like, and now you'll, you'll see people say, it's like, you could kale and broccoli yourself forever. But if your mind is not Mm -hmm. in the right place, then you aren't healthy, you know? And it's, and it's like, that's why you could look at the, it's like, I, I always get it now. It's like, you could look at the person who's like smoking ciggies and getting drunk every weekend. They're like perfectly healthy, but you know, what is that? And then yeah. someone like me, you know, it's like I really do believe there's that mental part and yeah. the relaxation and the stress and the, you know, um, makes a big difference. And well, and I think
0: if you if you weren't able to stay in front of that kind of like mental spiral, that's where that hopelessness comes in where you're like, I'm not gonna survive. So if you're gonna right. if you're gonna live, like you have to make the conscious decision to live and then you have to support yourself on all facets, which is what you right. do.
1: Right. And so I realized that and, and I think this next phase of my journey was about the mental aspects and stress reduction, um, and, and like true mental positivity and getting through, you know, any traumas that I had like going on and just kind of, that was my focus. And, and during this time, um, as part of my treatment was I, I had to have my ovaries removed. Mm. Um and girl, I have to tell you that was like incredibly hard yeah. to make that choice. I had, you know, I, I knew I would have been doing it now. Yeah. I'm 41 now. I would have been doing it now. Um because I have that history of ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was even a chance that I would have just had to have my tubes because that's like what they're learning and research for BRCA is that it starts in the tubes. So they're removing the tubes. But anyways, because my cancer had, had resurfaced, which the good news is they can't guarantee me a hundred percent, but they thought that it was a leftover. Um, and I was just kind of one of these people that fell through the loophole you know, through the stats. Um, I was one of the like 5% that like it's there, but it's undetectable at the time of the surgery. And because I didn't do the radiation, which was the right choice, it wasn't my choice, but it was the right choice based on statistics and the way that they grade everything. I was, didn't need it, you know, and, but it probably would have helped had I done it. Um, you know, but that's not something you just want to go do. Right. So, you know, you list, you listen, you do the matrix and you, you know, follow it, you know, it's, it, but anyways, I, um, the, you know, I knew that with that loss of my ovaries, I was going to go through menopause.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, as you know, or maybe don't, it's there is like almost no positive press out there about menopause. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's,
0: they make it sound like it is pretty much the absolute worst.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody running just- around.
0: Telling yeah. you, like, like, which is why fine. it needs to be talked about, so that exactly. everybody doesn't freak the fuck out when they turn forty-nine years old, because it starts sooner than that. A lot of people go um, into perimenopause in their thirties, oh, and well,
1: usually <laughs> that's probably one of my biggest giggles inside is I meet women and they're in their like mid-forties, telling me, "Oh, nothing's happening to me." You're like, and I'm like, true, well, girl. actually, like." <laughs> biologically, that's somewhat impossible because it, it all start, it usually starts around 35. And it doesn't mean that like anything drastic's
0: going to happen at 35.
1: It just means that it like the very beginnings can yeah, start it's
0: subtle normally, but it's, it's right. a very natural process. Like that right. is when your hormone levels start to gradually change. And that's when, you know, you might yes. be sitting there telling Candace that you, nothing's happening to you. And then you're like, excuse me, I'm going to step out. It's a real hot in here.
1: <laughs> right, right. Or you just screamed at your husband or right. you're like, why have I gained five pounds? Or um, God, I really don't want to have sex anymore. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Let me blame it on the kids, or this, or that, or something else. Um, I think now that I have lived it, yeah, and work in this field and have women friends, you I can really identify can,
0: it really quickly. I
1: identify it yeah. really quickly, and I'm like, God, why? I wish that we all talked about this and knew like what was going on because. How many times have your friends, you know, because it happens to me, been like, "I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. I'm gonna like do like." Or how many calls do I get? Do you have a cleanse? You have a cleanse for me. I'm just, I'm kind of losing it. I need a cleanse. Yeah. I, I, I need a juice one. I don't, I, you know, I need the, I need the juice one. I, I you know, yeah. I can't. I gotta do. this. It's gonna fix I, whatever's
0: I gotta, wrong with me. Yeah.
1: Right, and it's like, okay, honey, I'm mm-hmm. sorry to tell you, but like this is perimenopause. Yeah. And you can survive it, but we aren't being educated Mm -hmm. about what's happening to our body, what we could do to help it. And here I go back to the mental, Mm -hmm. which is having that mental strength to be able to recognize the place that you're in is so powerful. I can't express that enough because it really just, you know, helps you get through it. So anyhow, I'll go back and say that I had my ovaries out Mm. and I had, that was five years ago. And, um, I went into it extremely negatively. Mm. Okay. I did not want to do it. I was convinced that I was going to instantly become, you know, gain weight. I was going to my face was going to wrinkle up. And I like, you know, my skin was
0: everything. I was
1: like, I'm done. I'm going to lose my Your youth my hair. was just going to get me
0: pumped out of you right. in one fell swoop and you, yeah. I
1: literally <laughs> thought that. And I really did. Um, And I was crushed. I think that I, I, which is absolutely crazy. I, I literally remember contemplating like, Brandon, this is going to be so bad that maybe I shouldn't do it. And I should just risk like, yeah,
0: just enjoy my it. vitality while I have it left. And then just like, right. Let and me if find you cancer, another wife,
1: <laughs> if I get can or just like, if I get cancer again, oh, well, yeah. you know, mm. maybe I shouldn't do this because it's going to be so horrible, mm. you know, and luckily I came to my senses and I had him there to kind of say like, I'm going to love you no matter what happens. We're going to get through this. You know, it's not going to be that, it can't be that bad. You'll figure it out. Um, you know, and, and having like, and so I did it, you know, because ultimately I (laughs) want to be there for my Ultimately it's
0: your life. And, but, but I do, I want to insert right here that you know, as much as like when, when you're saying it that way, when you're like, well, it was like my, my youthfulness or my life. And, and I had to ponder it for a second. Like, yeah, that feels crazy. But again, going back to that, like deep toxic societal conditioning that we all have, right. like women, right. we, we do that Sophie's Choice thing multiple times in our life. Like I was totally that I didn't want to have children in my early twenties because I'd worked so hard And gone through eating disorders and all these things to like finally achieve this body that I felt was acceptable and attractive and like prime. And I'm like, I'm not gonna have a kid and mess that all up. And then, you know, I recently, like, I just an episode actually came out like today on the day that we're recording this one where I like got incredibly vulnerable, like, wanted to barf after I recorded it because I'm being very triggered right now post baby because I'm starting to feel more like myself, but my body. Isn't a body that I recognize. And I've had a lot of feels and shadowy things lurking around, like going back to having sex with my husband, but being 25 pounds more than I've ever been and having a loose, saggy stomach and being like extra wiggly in places. And so, like, this is something that women come up against, you know, over and over. They do it in the childbearing years, they do it when they start to. Have the conversation around menopause because society also right. tells you that once you hit that age, like you're no you're longer done. viable or attractive. Nope,
1: you're not, and yeah, you're, and especially American culture, Ugh. I will say. Yeah. I'm. I am Italian and Brazilian and oh Czech, my God. where women are my just family.
0: worshipped, like Italian right. and French too. Like, yeah. worshipped as they age as gracefully. They, like, right, yeah, right. And Ugh.
1: so I like did see that, you know, like, um, on my dad's side, I am first generation, you know? And so I, I grew, you know, I saw my grandmother, my, and oh my gosh, my aunt Mary, um, who, when I lived in New York, I'll never forget. Cause everybody I worked with at Estee Lauder just freaking loved her because she was literally like 87 years old. <laughs> she worked at the Bloomingdale's okay. On 59th, no okay. And Lex. And uh, she would come meet, I would come meet her for lunch or she would come meet me. And I mean, she'd show up 87 years old in a tight leopard skirt, like a little <laughs> pencil skirt and like a sweater with a brooch. She had full makeup um, at 87 and was mm-hmm. like, "Mm-hmm," like, hi, hello. You know? And I just, that was, you know, what I was used to but then like when you see what happens here it's very like you know you're done you can't wear this you can't do this uh you know uh that's not appropriate um you know and I just feel like I saw this opportunity in my business with Flourish Rx because I do feel like women of my generation and yours like we aren't the same as the women of past generations you know we are in america you know it's like we are having kids later we're you know in thriving careers you know thank you like you know it's like that women's movement it it is moving it's moving slowly i mean we wish it was moving quicker But it is moving, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, as a 41-year-old now working with some 20-year-olds, I can see the movement. It's actually really exciting to me what these girls are able to do and things that I was not able to do. I mean, they're running their own little businesses, working multiple jobs from home with kids. I mean, that wasn't happening. When I was 28, when I was 25, I was locked up in a building in a cube. Yeah. you know um and i was like i can't have kids because i'll never see them you know so it's really great to see that um change but just i think there's a, a space out there that i really am hoping to create and um excited to create it also with you mm-hmm. to just have this conversation because this is a natural part of life like mm-hmm. you know you d- and i think that our even doctors, it's like, here's an antidepressant. Like, sorry, nothing, nothing we could do. Or here's some hormones to take, which, you know, may cause cancer, but most mm-hmm. likely it won't.
0: Like, we you pulled know, them out of the urine of a pregnant horse. Hope you do okay.
1: <laughs> right. And it's just sort of like, you know, it's scary. And I don't know, personally, I guess I'll go back a little to my story, which is, you know, five days after my surgery, it hit. And Mm. for that won't happen to most people. Like I now, because humor is part of my coping mechanism. Survival. Yeah, me
0: too. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh at really inappropriate things. I
1: Literally (laughs) like, all right. I was like the Petri dish for all of you ladies. Like I got part of my French fucked with every single menopause symptom that's out there. And I did you grow a mustache overnight? I did. Oh my God. And the chin hair. Um, (sighs) but it's, you know, it was like, the worst though, was the mood changes in the beginning, you know? Yeah. And that was what I, I mean, I honestly can look at even people I know that have gotten divorced and I'm like, oh my God, she went through menopause and she yeah. lost her fucking noodle. She had no idea what was going on and neither did her husband. Yeah. So he couldn't so support So they her. said it was the relationship. He, <laughs> right. No, I mean, I'm seeing it happening. Yeah. It is tragic. And so we do need to be husbands need to be educated Mm -hmm. women need to be educated um because it's hard I mean I had I was so depressed that I had friends like flying in because they thought I was gonna like off myself I mean I would cry at night for two straight hours Mm. like every night like holy shit what just happened to me like why is this my life what is going on you know um all around, you know, mind you that I still had like an amazing husband and three gorgeous kids that were growing up, you know, and I, was just, my brain was just not right.
0: Well, when your hormones are jacked, like when chemically like that affects your brain, it affects literally everything. And I mean, that's why I joked, I had Candice Birch who, you know, I'm definitely connecting you too. I talked to her about you. Um, I had her on just recently to talk about hormones and especially stuff over 50, you know, and and she, you know, we were laughing because it's so true. We're like, if everyone's hormones were perfectly balanced, there would probably be world peace. Like that yeah. would be a thing because it just, it's such, that's such a huge conversation that thanks. I mean, thankfully, thanks to like Alyssa Vidi and all of these people, it's like, we are starting to, to have it. Like they've been having right. it for years and it's starting to actually get press, but right. it needs to keep happening because it that does. it's like, that's the key to all of these things, to that like vitality right. and that like, Luscious, right. womanly magic—like it's all tied up in this code that we can all learn. It just—we right. just aren't told that. We're not taught that early on, and we have to kind of excavate that for ourselves. Right?
1: No, it's funny because I do workshops, and I call it um, reverse puberty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I like. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, because that's really all it is. Yeah. You know, and it's it should be as widely talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, and it. That's really all it is. And in the other thing that with menopause that gets me is like, is that, you know, people do want to like, be like, they do stress about this. Like I want to be in balance, but those years of transition are marked by imbalance. Yeah. And yet I promise you, you get back to a balance like I have. But there is a a whole period of time where, and that's why I, my motto for my um, brand is, you know, flourish through the tides of womanhood because it's that there is a, there's these tides during this time and during all times of womanhood, you know, that are going in and out and the waves are big or they're Mm -hmm. calm or they're beautiful or they're rough. And it's, how do I ride it? How do I get through it? you know, because sometimes it can't be perfectly balanced, but Mm -hmm. how do I deal, you know, and how do I, it's like our cycles go up and down when we're menstruating, you know, then when you're in in menopause, it shifts more. It's drastic up and downs. And then when you're in, when you're done with menopause and you're post menopause, then things are more level, but you still, I feel like you have triggers at that point that will throw you off. Um, well, something and I so, want to yeah. I want to yep. bring
0: up while we're right in this in this area um, of you being thrown into this really advanced and complete menopause at such an early age, I recently um, talked with a gal who had you know is experiencing. She had a, a full hysterectomy because of health issues, which okay. did the same thing to her, and she was the reason we were talking is because she was really struggling with connecting to her sexuality again after that whole experience. And she said something that just really stuck with me. She said, it's not that I can't orgasm. It's that my orgasms feel empty. And I wondered if you experienced anything like that, or if you had anything like from going through that yourself, like anything to to say to that.
1: Of course I do. (laughs) Given, given that my You know, first product at Flourish Rx is Goddess Glow, which is a CBD vulva oil.
0: Get the glow Um, down low.
1: (laughs) Get the glow down low.
0: Her other mantra, Um, which I really like. (laughs) And
1: I'll dive right into this area. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, at first I actually thought that I was like in luck and that I was still like this, you know, sexy goddess. Like, cause I was kind of the one who was the one who was bugging. Yeah, my husband. That's me. Um, <laughs> and it took, and I was like, Oh my God, this is great. I'm in menopause and everything's so wonderful. And then I kind of, it was like the same thing as what we were talking about prior to recording, which was you're on week six of the baby and you're starting to feel really tired because your reserves are gone. Yep. <laughs> there we go. That's exactly. ran what happened out. To me. So, yeah. My my reserves of estrogen like mm. were de- finally depleted. And I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell is happening to my vagina?" Okay? Mm. Like, okay, it's drier. Wait, wait, wait. Drier means it shrinks, like it like my <laughs> bathing suits look weird. Like what is like, even just appearance, like forget that part. Like it was just like, so whoa, like your
0: vulva like, was changing too. Like right? the external was changing in appearance right. as well. It
1: wasn't as like, no one says anything about that. No, no, no. It was yeah. like not voluptuous. Like it was not yeah. plump. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it like really shriveling. like, it, <laughs> It was, shri- yes, it was, yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's dying. It's, it's, like m- it's dying. Beef jerky dying.
0: curtains. Like, just- yes, it was just weird.
1: And I was like, wait a second, what? You know, like how that, and I'm start, I'm Googling it. And then I'm like, oh Which shit. Which
0: is horrible. Yeah, this, <laughs> I'm sure there's all happened? kinds of encouraging things on there about that. <laughs>
1: And then I was like, "Oh my God!" Like I just thought it was gonna get like a little bit drier, and I'd have to like get a Costco size bottle of lube, and everything would be a okay. <laughs> like you know, like um, let's let's hope that's just a tub not of Vaseline because of, cor- of the coronavirus. No, just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> um, anyway, but it uh, it you know, and I would say like for me, a hundred percent, I would say like in regards to what the person said that you know she her orgasms were empty for me it was really like I became so in my head that I couldn't experience pleasure so it was like I couldn't get my head off of oh my god like uh I'm being he's touching me and it it's not the same what is he thinking? What am I thinking? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, this is horrible. I wish that I, you know, uh, I wish I didn't do this surgery. It was like, I could, and then not only that, it was like, and my stomach got bigger and Oh God, don't, I would be like literally telling my husband, don't touch my stomach do yeah. not touch it. Yeah. Cause if you touch it, then I'm then, done. Yeah, I'm but thinking I'm about it off. and
0: I don't feel sexy. Well, yeah. Right.
1: It's over. Like I will call off this yeah. sexual encounter. If <laughs> I will you touch shut it daughter. down.
0: <laughs> you know, like,
1: and then it was like, you know, just, um, sadly, like, I mean, we would be, we would get into it and I would like start crying. Like literally because you're such so never done just, that in my yeah. life. I, I would just start crying and be like, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I I it, this is too horrible for me, you know? And I was searching and searching and searching for somebody positive to help me. Um and I and I didn't find it. Um and my doctor, you know, I thought was was he was a he's a man. <laughs> dr weissman at city of hope but he and he is incredible Mm -hmm. um and he he offered me you know some things like you could tell this girl or maybe she's listening um like a dhea suppository Mm -hmm. which is like the precursor to estrogen um which definitely helped a little in that beginning time um but basically I would say that for me, as I, you know, I went back again to my, what I knew, which was nutri- start with my nutrition. So what helps sexual health and what helps those hormones? You know, I really dove into like the hormones that are, okay, yeah. So these are,
0: and these are, la-
1: exactly. So yeah. like, these are, la- I'm lacking these now. So I need more of this, you know, so I do, I need that. I need proteins and I need, uh, uh, lots of vegetables to clear any toxins. Yeah. And I need fiber. Um, huge. I need fiber. That was the one that I was the worst at because mm-hmm. I it's, you're always like, Oh, I'm, I've gained weight, you know, cause yeah. you're eating fiber, like, you know, or you're thinking <laughs> you're going to poop it out.
0: Like you need
1: right. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and so I went there and then I went, you know, into like I clearly fell into a depression over all this. And, um, you know, I'm sure when you lose those hormones, your body has a harder time getting the serotonin that you need. And so I got really back into my exercise and getting like that sweat, even though physically I was, you know, struggling with recovering from cancer. So I had to take it easy, but that's like my positive part is that you don't need to be doing two hours a day. You need like, you really need like 30 minutes and then yeah. like an hour, a couple times a week. To get those positive benefits. Just to get benefits. that, to get it going. Um, and really the hard work was mentally, you know, just being able and giving it time, letting my body adjust to the changes and, um, and then enter, you know, the product I ended up creating because honestly, I did come to a point, you know, where I was like, oh my God, like, is our marriage going to end? Survive because this thing. Is it going to yeah. survive this, you know? Um, and honestly, my husband was like, so supportive and still is and sat there just like, I don't notice anything. Like, I'm so happy and... <laughs> You know, and you, don't you love it when um, they say that
0: it's like you know they do and you're like bless you for saying that yeah, but they're just kind of right. like nope everything is just the although, way it was
1: although I don't know because you know what's funny is I just had yippee my five-year cancer-free yes. scans and appointment oh, I'm congratulations. all congratulations that's Thank incredible. you and um, my doctor Dr. Weisman, asked my husband yeah. Oh my God. Is he going to kill me? Um, asked my him, husband's like, used to it. So he'll get over you, it. Do you, you know, do you notice, did, do you really notice any difference or whatever? And he was like, what I notice is when, and this is so enlightening for women. What I notice is she is happy and mm-hmm. that's the difference.
0: Yeah, Cause when she feels not, herself,
1: <laughs> right. When she's not then it isn't then it's then there's no use it's nothing it doesn't matter yeah. what it's yeah. if she's into it and happy then that then it's amazing no matter what you know like that's the that's the factor and like that stuck with me from last week you know because that is what it's about because yeah. it really doesn't matter what your skin is doing and how the aging process is going um mind you, you can support it, you know, but it is about how that connection makes you feel, and that's why, you know, I'm going to talk now about Goddess Glow, because I, Goddess Glow is really, it, I created it really for me. I never expected it to become, like, an actual real product out there that is, like, honestly being loved by so many women. Yeah. Um, it It was, like, you know, this private, private little thing that I did. Um, because I can't even believe I'm on here talking to you because I was horrified by all of this. Um, you know, three years ago.
0: So where were you in the process when you had the idea? Like how, how did it come up? How did you, did you start like messing with stuff in your kitchen? Like how did it come up that you needed something and then you took steps to make something happen? Okay, so
1: after that recurrence that I had five years ago, I was put on a protocol of an, an infusion that was every six months that is like um, to, you know, stop can- the cancer from being like a metastatic breast cancer, um, which obviously worked, yippee. And I um, was had crazy bone pain. After the treatment, so after the first one, I mean, I was devastated, like this is the worst, this is worse than the chemo that took my hair away, um you know, ouch, okay, pain, and I had a um I mentor a lot of women with breast cancer and had one of the people I mentor mentor me and say, "Hey, have you tried c b d and I was like, "Oh no, 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 I smoked you know back in the day, like I don't want to be like." I don't, I don't want to be, be a paranoid. mom. <laughs> well, and I just was like, I don't want to be paranoid when I have cancer. Like, it's like not a good yeah. fit for me. And I, and I was like, no way. And she was like, girl, it, you CBD, you don't get high. And I was like, what? And so I really, this was five years ago, like got into reading. It was like, all right, what the hell? I'm in so much pain. I'm going to try it. So I went to, um, so I went to Venice beach, Okay. And found, I got the medicinal card here in Cali at the time you hit it in California it was one of the only States. So lucky me, I got the medicinal card and went down to Venice beach to a little, um, dispensary medical. And I, um, texted, I mean, texted, I went in and I'm like, Hey, Hey guys. Like, yeah, I am a cancer patient. Like don't want to get high need some shit for after my treatment. Can you help me? And then it was funny. And then I'm like, and maybe you could, you know, like I'm going to this concert next week. So like, is there like something really mild you could give me for that? Um, but I got the oil, the CBD that was medical. Um, and, and I took it the next treatment and wow, like I did not need Right. And I didn't want to take opiates. I'm not a big fan. Uh, even after my s- breast surgeries and everything, I maybe took it for like two days. And then I went to ibuprofen because it's just,
0: I you throw up. I,
1: yeah, No, uh-uh, yeah. no. And so that's how the CBD thing started. And so one of the times I went I noticed that they had now like a salve for muscle soreness and so I was like, "Huh, that's interesting. I think I'm just going to buy that. What the hell?" And I started talking to the guy in there and and I was like, "That's interesting." And he's explaining to me the endocannabinoid system and how our bodies have these have cannabinoid, you know, receptors and how CBDs like basically like um, a plant-based form of these cannabinoids that our body uses to reduce inflammation and restore balance and so I was like wow okay that's cool and um, so I don't know at the exact same time I was in the depths of the like crying during sex and feeling awful and what the f is going on with my vagina and my vault you know what is happening um and I think what I realized in terms of in the bedroom was that like for me my ignition was broken Mm -hmm. I could get to like that enjoyable sensation and the orgasm and all that was the same it was that ignition key. It's the was wanting, the broken, starting, yeah. You know, and then just like, like oh my god, oh don't touch me, oh you, like yeah. just this like beginning part that was like uncomfortable, and then then it would click and everything. I was like,
0: oh okay, oh never oh, mind, good. we're, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we're
1: okay. so I was like, but how do I get past that beginning part? Like, what do I do? Um, and so I started reading and reading and I literally can't, I'm, I'm dorked out cause I love reading and I went on like Google scholar and I searched and I searched all this stuff and I talked to my doctors. Um, and I, I, I looked a lot in like Israel does a lot of CBD stuff, you know? So I, I like reached out to like places and got like research and articles and I, um, you know, started reading like, um, even like in Egyptian times, there are documents where they were using, um, CBD and hemp to, for like feminine care products.
0: And, I bet Cleopatra um, was like all over that. Right. Yeah. Apparently.
1: Okay. <laughs> and in, I also read, you know, just about how it helps with inflammation. It brings blood flow. And when I read a lot about the bringing blood flow and I put my brain together and was like, like,
0: that's Hmm, <laughs> it right. just starts traveling.
1: Like, I was okay. like, hmm, what? <laughs> that's what I need. I need some blood flow down there. Okay. And so, yes, I got into my kitchen. Um, I bought extra CBD oil and I was already, I had gone and did like a training on Ayurvedic, Uh, herbs, and oils, and all of that, and I was using that for, like, hot flashes, and whatnot, and honestly, Goddess Glow is one of the, like, multitude of things I created, and, you know, really can't wait to get out there, Um, if this is just the product I went with first, because I think it's the most need, and I really don't see many, um, options for anything like this out there and yeah. so that's why we'll do it why
0: the March. market is like while there's right. blue blue ocean or whatever right you know? exactly
1: yeah. and so and it was the area that what I was most affected by it was like that stripping of my femininity mm. um and wanting to just bring that back and then at through my work just seeing like hey I wasn't a special case because I had cancer. These other women are experiencing this too, and they haven't even gone through what I've gone through. And that's not good. And so I mixed it with some different, you know, oils. And I literally started just giving it a try. And I would put it on like every single night, like, you know, because I had read like there's an entourage effect with CBD that it, which means like, It builds up in your system Mm -hmm. and your endocannabinoid reacts. So it's a cumulative thing. And it was like really interesting because after about a few weeks of it, and I hadn't really said anything to my hubs, um, I was like, um, you know, whoa, okay. uh, Yeah, that's feeling a lot better in the beginning. And um, my OBGYN also gave me a tip to like maybe like use a vibrator for a few minutes before yeah. you come out of the bathroom so that you could like try to erase the beginning of that uncomfort that you felt. Yeah. Um and so I would like do that and put my oil on and then I'd like come out of the bathroom, you know, you're like I ready have to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go, like kind of, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, holy shit, this is working. Um and what it was physically working, right? Like I could I had plumper vulva. Yeah. So you were massaging
0: like, it onto the outside. Were you also right. using it internally? I was like lube no. luby or on your clit or anything um, like that?
1: I, I did yeah, the okay. clitoris, yes. The like I wasn't putting it inside. I mean mm-hmm. it was going in naturally. Yeah. Um I was using it as a lube for a while, um but I kind of like. Then I sort of like made my own one because I was like, "Oh, I'm using such high quality CBD that I'm yeah, like wasting like, that's it." Expensive. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I and I. It's funny because even now I'm like, "Ooh, I'm like, I'm just an honest person." So even at events that I do, like people will be like, "Oh my god, it's a lube," and I'm like, "Actually, it's- you're like, it's yeah." <laughs> It's like, more of a primer because other, I mean, I'd probably a very, very rich woman by now, but yeah. like if people were using it as a lube, but that's okay. Cause I just want to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I hope that like, I would like to box it with a lube and I plan mm-hmm. on doing that. I'm just starting that. really small. I mean, this is like a total crazy ass leap for me.
0: Um, but it's so exciting and it's so beautiful. Go all of your branding expertise. Like it's a gorgeous product. It's so well branded and it smells amazing and it feels amazing. And it's so so soft and it's It's so good. And also
1: it's like, even the women, which I'm coming across a lot of this, like, (gasps) it's for wear. (laughs) Well, (laughs) um, and no really I am and yeah. it's funny because I'm also just like you know it it also like with hey we're in California here bikini season coming up yeah is um, literally like forget about bumps and lumps and yeah. razor burn. This like it is, is gone. like
0: liquid gold. Like yeah. it's great for razor right. burn and all kinds right. of stuff.
1: Um, I have lots, I don't have cramps anymore, but I have lots of ladies that get cramps and are loving it, putting it on their stomachs. Cause it's got all that cramps. clary
0: sage in there.
1: It's got the clary sage and then the CBD is mm. reducing pain, you know? And so it, It's really, like, evolved into even more than I had planned on. It's, like, kind of funny because I, for, like, the waxing, shaving bump type stuff, like, I just kind of was, like, I switched to sugaring from waxing. And I equated like not having bumps and lumps to that mm. until I really started selling it. And people were like, oh, I don't have any razor burn anymore. I put it on, right. You know, too bad yeah. these people won't get on my website. And I know you're like, there, we don't have to write name. Me, <laughs> Yeah. They write me all the time, but I'm like, you know, and yeah. I'm like, get on there. Um, but it's, you know, it, basically, you know, back to the story is just, I made it, and I honestly went about quietly using it, um, I, and was coaching, I was doing tons of corporate wellness, um, at a lot of the movie studios and things out here, both co you know, male and female, mm-hmm. um, doing retreats and whatnot, and I started, it, which is interesting, in, like, your, in my coaching training it's like you learn about a theory called mirroring which means that you're attracting people that um are like you and it started happening hard yeah you know about and this was only about two years ago um I started attracting people like going through menopausal symptoms having um, that would start telling me about like, God, I just, I have no libido. I I'm uncomfortable at sex, da, 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 da. you know? And, and so I started, um, making bottles and like getting them out there and, you know, and then I feel like from that point I started realizing and opening up. Um, and then I feel like everything fell into place. You know, I was put back in touch with, amazing people to help me with the branding and the graphics and um, just getting my vision out there in the best possible way and at a price that I can do because I don't have like this crazy backing of money. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really doing it with what I have saved um, and what, you know, we have a, a large family and live in an expensive place. So we're, you know, doing the best we can to like put you know, reasonable amounts in um, and just hoping for growth um, to keep it going. And it's just been incredible, like, yeah. you know, just like the, the, what I'm hearing, you know, whether it's from, you know, I have women in the breast cancer community who are just like, oh, hallelujah, like, thank you so much. Um, like, I am, enjoying intercourse with my husband again. And I am feeling comfortable walking around all the way to like, you know, oh my God, I just had like the greatest sex since I had kids. Like this is incredible. Yeah, And, you know, like I have had, you know, and it's, I think that like I stand by and a hundred percent know that this oil creates physical change. But what I really love is like, it's a mind body connection Mm -hmm. and that I'm opening and awakening that in women and that you can say like, Hey, I'm taking care of my vaginal area of my vulva and my feminine side. And what that does. It's just empowering, you know, like yeah. we take care of, I mean, think of all the things we do to our face, how oh, many yeah. products we have. And that's like what it did for me when yeah. I was like, all right, I got to do this because as embarrassed as I may be and God, I hope my kids don't get made fun of and all these crazy things. They'll that survive. I think, <laughs> it'll, right, it'll build character like, <laughs> and their know, moms are all a,
0: using it. So the right? jokes on them. Yeah. <laughs> it,
1: yes. And it's just, you know, and I'm like, you know this is like men have ball powder and cream and all kinds oh, of yeah. crap for okay. decades so, oh, yeah. like I had my doctor laughing his ass off because I was like you guys have ball cream and have you ever been to CVS like there's a yeah. whole row of ball so much cream. stuff like, for the
0: scrotum. Right I mean what are you yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like one little oil to put on at night but it's like I I mean the countless things I've done to you know, have a natural product for my face or makeup or whatever, facials or blah, blah, blah. But it's like, we
0: totally neglecting the seat of of creativity and and your vibrancy And and
1: everything. And it's like, and, you know, and it's on my website, shop flourish Rx. I like go through that. It's like, this is an area that experiences a lot of shit, pardon my, you know, educational language there, but it's, <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, high, uh, periods, uh, birth, uh, more birth, uh, a because, birth. Of birth. Yeah. <laughs> because of birth. Hemorrhoids because of birth. You know, um well, trauma for so many women like, like just right yeah um yeast infections and um all of the different things, yeah. like PC- PCOS, um, mm-hmm. that you j- know, endometriosis miss. yeah that, right, yeah it's like all of these things happen, and we don't think about like, Hey shit, I better take care of this skin because you know what? It's just as sensitive yeah, as yeah. the skin around if, our
0: eyes. If not or more so, else. because it doesn't get the right. exposure that right. everything else does. So it doesn't get the opportunity right. to build up any kind of, you know, defense. And especially since most of us wax or whatever, it's like that hair right. is there as defense, but that's gone right. most of the time. So, right. and you call it self-care for your sensual side, which I, love. I do. Um, yes. And I because- did that. I said
1: that because I wanted to bring in that mental, the mind body connection, Mm -hmm. because I believe so strongly in that the power of that, you know, from my cancer experience, like I literally like, without a doubt, know that that is everything, you know, Mm -hmm. for health and vitality and the fountain of youth, it's all in your head, Yeah, like foster that voice in your head of of like positivity not that negativity is bad and it is there is a place for it and there and it is okay but turn it around you know take it and turn it around and fight to keep positive and it's like I just think caring for that area makes you feel sexier and amazing and um and just good about yourself and good about your age and as you know I think it's goddess glow is really for any age but it was originally you know made for for me going through this menopausal and post kids era of my life but it's a great reminder that like you know there are natural things that we can do that can really support us help us feel amazing great sexy And, you know, we should be doing those instead of, you know, degrading our, ourselves. That's what's so sad is how many women, it's like, we're not being degraded even sometimes by others. We're degrading ourselves. Yeah. You know, how, how do we stop that? You know? Um, And sexuality is a huge, huge part and it's important. It is important. And it's important that you want to be and share in that love with your partner, no matter who they are, um, that you want that.
0: Well, it's such an important connection that you also need to have with yourself, like sexuality, sensuality, all of that. It's not like, yes, it's vital. I mean, it is like the life's blood of a beautiful partnership, but it's also a relationship that you have over your own autonomy, over your own pleasure, over how you perceive yourself and how you feel your way through the world and how you connect to your environment and how you experience beauty and like all of these things that impact every single area of our life. So you know, even even if you're single, like this, even if yeah. you're not in a partnership, like being right. in a healthy relationship with your sensual feminine energy, regardless right. of what your gender is, that right. is so. Or important. what
1: gender you like, yeah. Or who you yeah. want to be it, with. it applies or to whatever. everyone. Check it check here, everybody. If you ha- if you have a vulva, yep. You need to care about it. Yeah. If you love somebody with a Vulva, you
0: also need to care about it. Right. Like that's (laughs) you do. This is this is a
1: great gift. It's an awesome
0: gift. Right. And it's pretty enough and it smells good enough and it's luxe enough that this isn't like giving your wife a set of dumbbells. Like this, you won't get in trouble for buying her this. Like (laughs) just I know if somebody's sitting there and you're just kind of like, uh, I've done this before, like this is not the same as giving her a spin class membership. It's a beauty product. It's a
1: beauty product luxurious. It's a beauty. Size, it is. 100%. It is. And that was my point because I like luxurious yes, I do things. Too. And I, do I too. like that feeling of like the Ugh, spa.
0: Me too. Oh you know? my God, and, Yeah. I know. <laughs> I could literally we a spa. all, we can meet at a spa. I could, I'm like, <laughs> we'll meet at a spa and we'll keep talking. Um, I want to hit okay. on two more things. Yes, um, please. I'm like, always running up against the clock now that I have a child. She's like, I know. Swing. I understand. She's Kids doing great. Make though. us the most amazing oh multitaskers. They do. Yes. I'm like, it, yes. she keeps me on task better than anything else ever. So oh, if you guys right. struggle with productivity, have a child. Yeah, uh-huh. totally. Um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to ask you, obviously people care very much about the outcome of your sex life from all of this. So like what, give us a snippet of what sex is like now, like you're five years in recovery. You're, you have this beautiful business that has come out of this, this gorgeous product. Like, how are you feeling? How are things going in the bedroom now? All right. Um, I would say that I have learned
1: what works for me. My ignition is no longer broken. Yeah. Um. It has some duct tape on it, but it's, you know. It's it rattles working. a little every now and then, but it totally works. <laughs> exactly, you know. Um. But it, it, and that was what was broken for me was that beginning connection. So I have, you know, I use my goddess glow every day because that's what works for me. And I notice a difference when I go off of it Um. because I do. I'm not perfect. And, but once I'm, the, it's like I have totally recovered from those, the negative thoughts in my head. And I am back to kind of being the one who's like, Hey babe, like, you know, hey, what you doing? I mean, (laughs) right. And, and, you know, you're looking good. Right. And I'm making sure that, you know, we aren't falling through the cracks because we have three kids. We're, you know, we're in a very busy, busy two, two workers, three kids they're getting older you
0: think it gets easier uh, yeah no
1: they understand um,
0: more and they're up right. later and all that stuff right
1: you can't swaddle and them so- and stick them in a
0: basket and be like okay
1: good." no <laughs> I know so we we take some we take little nights away for sure um thankfully live right by our parents um but I feel totally fulfilled and happy with where I'm at um I'm it's freaking amazing because I can't get pregnant because I have yeah, no ovaries. Girl. Don't stress so, out about woo-hoo! that. That does
0: None change of that things, stuff. man. <laughs> um,
1: I as I watch my friends and, and clients go through menopause, you know, I'm really happy that I don't, you know, bleed out into my seat, um, that Anyone. I won't ever experience yeah. <laughs> that. Um and that I'm de- you know, so I found I have found like the joy and positivity. Mm-hmm. Um in my experience um and on the flip side like i will i like to give honesty i yeah. have learned you know i have triggers for this part not working and that number one is um being overstressed
0: mm-hmm.
1: number two like not doing it enough yeah you know if if i it's, it's not just sitting there waiting for me anymore. It has to be worked on. So I can't have like, and I can't have like some long gap, you know, in, in encounters because like whatever, it's like, you know, it, it then things die. Yeah. you know, or they
0: start to feel bad, but well, that's I true, have that enough- the more you do it, the more you want yeah. to do it. So it right. it's like, it feels right. counterintuitive because when you don't feel I like know. doing it, you're like, how is doing it more going to make me want this? But it does. Right. It, it, but it reconnects does. that. It reconnects the brain, but it
1: also in, in menopause, it actually like reconnects the skin and the collagen. Mm. It's like, it keeps the whole area healthier. Um, and that's something, you know, that I, am growing on talking about, maybe I could be on the podcast again Um, to just talk sexual health. (laughs) You may come back Um, anytime. Thank you. But is that this is a major part of women's health that is overlooked. It's like my oncologist like absolutely loves that I'm doing this. He's been telling people about me and like as a model. And it's like, you know, he's like, this is, cr- you know, this is just the area of like women's health that w- just, they just don't look at and think that it's going to help them be happy. But it's, it's a way to get those happy hormones, you know, that you lose as you yeah. age. And so it's like, you know, ditch the antidepressants and start hooking up people. Yeah. Time Having to make sex out. is
0: literally a flourish Rx. Write it on yesterday. a little, pa- oh, you know, that rhymes. Feel free to use that um, <laughs> in your, in your you. whenever you come out with lube, like that'll be the I slogan. Know.
1: There I you I was go. in marketing
0: too. I totally get that. I this. know. Awesome. Um, well, I want to take us back to something you said um, midway through the podcast when you were struggling you know, to, to find the the joy in this and to find anything good about it. And you're feeling really defeated and you were looking for someone to offer you hope. And there was no one. And right. I just want to acknowledge you for becoming that person for somebody else who's going through this. Oh. Um, I think that's, it made, <laughs> well, it made me cry to say it. So I'm just, Thank I, you. It, it, that's so seriously though. Like I offering hope is, the greatest calling ever. And I just, you know, I don't want to dumb that down by going Valley girl, but I'm feeling vulnerable and teary. Yeah. So, but I just, I, know. I have so much love for, for you and for what you're doing and for following your passion and your intuition and just creating this beautiful product, but also this, this mindset and this culture is, is what you're doing. You're creating a new culture for women to experience and to thrive in. And, um, I'm really grateful on behalf of myself and all of the women who are listening to this podcast and sharing it with other women.
1: Awesome. Well, I am where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. That's like, I'm going to have a hard time talking, but, um, I went through so much, you know, that I just Feel like I've really been led right to here and like I am doing this with like the utmost like authenticity and like genuine like want to help um you know mainly just because like I know what it's like to like have that fear of like I might die I might lose my amazing family I might never see my kids you know do the things we take for granted like go to prom or graduate or get married or have a baby, you know, it's like, I really, really, really lived that. Like, I may not see this. Yeah. Um, and so watching and hearing and seeing like how much women beat themselves up, like is such a waste of precious time. And so that is my mission. You know, that's why I'm doing each of these things that, Mm -hmm you know, I plan on and, and what I'm doing right now for sexual health is because, you know, I do want to be that voice and place for people to turn to have hope and to give it a try to step out of their comfort zone. Um, And, and also to, you know, it's another area where women need to rise, you know, we need to rise and say, Like I am beautiful in every age and stage and I deserve like that respect,
0: right? Um, Well, and I'm worthy of loving and enjoying every stage of my life. Right. Regardless of how old I am.
1: Exactly, right. Because our worthiness is not
0: based on what we contribute. Our worthiness is our birthright.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. And so, and and. And I think that when you feel that, then you end up contributing so much more, Mm. right? Positively, just naturally, you know? Mm. So I think that, you know, thank you. Um, I'm so excited to have connected with you. Oh, and me too. And I'm like, going to make
0: sure you guys, cause I know everyone is sitting here like waiting to go and order goddess glow. So we're going to have that linked um, in the show notes. You're going to be able to access Candace in all of the ways and all of the places. Um, but Candice, thank you for helping awesome. all of us flourish. Yes. And I'm
1: going to do a, I'm, I want to do a special discount yeah. too. So let's, Oh, guess uh, so
0: we're, we're called, uh, we're we Confidames. Call Confidames that's that's Confidames. the name that's the official name of like the nothing confidential All right. community well then
1: we'll <laughs> add a confidence discount but you're gonna have to tell me how to spell that i will <laughs> so. i'll send
0: it to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> candace you're amazing uh, thank you oh, so are you how fun
0: hey thank you so much for hanging in there and listening with an open and curious heart I hope this conversation has inspired, educated, and entertained you, or at the very least, shaken things up in a productive way. Anne Voskamp says that shame dies when stories are told in safe places. So please share, rate, and review. Sending you love and dark chocolate. Talk soon.